Live from our super secret studios above Jacques' flower shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? On 90.7 WLMW, New Hampshire Family Radio. I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 1 of Gerard at Large. I am your, oops, forgot that press release host. I'll work it into the next news read. Rich Gerard, thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Also, at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, because we just want to be loved. Yes, what press release did I forget? Uh... The concerned taxpayers of Manchester have endorsed in the Ward 8 special election for state rep. Apparently, uh, Erica Connors did not return the survey, and uh, that, coupled with the answers given by Albert MacArthur Jr., led to the group's endorsement of Albert MacArthur Jr. You can probably see that survey on their website at ConcernedTaxpayersOfManchester.com. I have not read the uh, thing yet. The press release, but I can tell from what I'm now seeing in my inbox. <laughs> that's that's what it is. All right. Uh, crazy times here in the Queen City. I, I don't know what's going on at, at, uh, in my neighborhood, but the mailman must have a hernia or something because he didn't deliver the mail last night until 8 o'clock. And the night before, it was somewhere around 6. Like, where's the mail? <laughs> Where's the mail? Kind of like those old Wendy's commercials. Where's the beef? Where's the mail? And uh, boys, the mail gets some. <laughs> it's fun to read. Oh, it really is. So, but uh, it's the final weekend before the election. And, uh, Forgive me if I'm wrong, but isn't this the weekend we recover the hour of sleep that the government steals from us at an other part of the year? Uh, maybe we'll get that from Al Caprillion today. We're going to have to make it quick with Al because we got Bobby O'Sullivan coming in at the 8 o'clock hour. And so, um, hmm. Yeah, so... If he gets here, I told him we'd, because, you know, Al doesn't call in right at the top of the hour. He's, you know, we get this weird call-in time for Al, and I, I don't exactly remember how we came to that weird call-in time. But, so Bobby O'Sullivan will be in, and maybe, you know what, maybe I'll just start Bobby at 20 past. We'll see how the rest of the show goes. Yes, it's a busy show. We have uh, Mike Bistany in at 7.20. We have AutoCare Plus in at 7.40. And uh, coming in just uh, moments from now will be uh, Hillsborough County Attorney Dennis Hogan. I uh, saw an article in last Sunday's newspaper which prompted me to correspond with the county attorney and uh, ultimately ended up in an invitation for him to come on the radio show. So I think uh, it's important because it involved that illegal guy. And uh, comments attributed to Hogan that 
I really thought bore explanation. Because I'm I'm not really of the opinion that, um, well, first of all, I think the guy should have been kicked out of the country. And if our system, as I've been told, is such that it's virtually impossible to remove refugees from the country, well, to me, that's an incentive, uh, that's a disincentive for them to behave well. I think if you are a naturalized United States citizen or you're a legal permanent resident, I think you should be removed. I, I think you should be subject to re- revocation of your citizen status and removal from the country uh, as a way of ensuring that you don't pull the wool over somebody's eyes and then become a bad apple that we, the citizens of the United States, have to suffer because of. You know? And that happens uh, a lot. But something that uh, Hogan said that concerned me was. What we're trying to do with this sentence is give him a path forward to good behavior while keeping him on a short leash. The uh, person in question was this, um, I want to get his name, hold on, Ahmed Abukar, a 19-year-old who has multiple felony uh, uh, charges. The guy's a dirtbag, okay? He's a dirtbag, just like that other guy from, what was it, the Congo, the Democratic Republic of Congo, who somehow was not, uh, had insufficient, remember they dropped the domestic violence charges, I think there were six or seven of them, because he was culturally incompetent, apparently unaware that beating women is not allowed in the United States. Who comes up with these rules anyway? I know, huh? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah culturally incompetent which of course had the international remember the whole thing with the international institute you know we we had that interview with jeffrey thielman here might want to link to it you know had them uh right oh whoa wait we we do cultural awareness training yeah how much do you actually get done in the 90 days you get paid to provide services Really? This was the same outfit that admitted it actually resettles more refugees in the city of Manchester than it does in the city of Boston because it's better for their bottom line. It's less expensive for them as a resettlement agency. So you've got a city six times our size to the south taking uh, proportionately. It just. And then when you look around and you go, what the hell is happening in this city? Where's all, where are all these issues coming from? Where's all this money going? Why is it we are dealing with 100 different 30 languages and dialects in our schools? Oh, yeah, the State Department thinks that we're a landing pad. Oh. Yeah, and when you start raising those questions, you start saying, wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. This is causing, yeah, you're, you're, you're labeled uh, a xenophobe, a nationalist, a white supremacist, a racist, all the ists. It all comes out. These people really, at the end of the day, they don't want dialogue. They want diatribe. And uh, so we'll be getting into, <laughs> we'll be getting into the endorsements <laughs> by the Rights and Democracy New Hampshire. 
Um, <laughs> we'll be getting into those this morning. But I, I heard something incredible. Somebody brought this to my attention, so I went, I went looking for it, and I found it. But uh, Ward 8 school board member Erica Connors now claiming that there is a, a pack sending out mail in the city of Manchester, um, which includes some school board members, this pack, that is advocating for a teacher freeze. Apparently, she's taken a page from the David Scannell playbook of create things that don't exist so you can look like Paul Revere sounding the alarm and a hero uh, to defeat it. So the only school board member that I know of that's part of any group that's participating in these elections, other than, you know, as, as, a, as a member, is me and the concerned taxpayers of Manchester. And uh, since I sit on the board, I'm pretty confident that nobody has ever, ever, ever ever floated the idea of a teacher freeze and even if it did in her little uh little television talk uh, tv talk thing that i saw she said oh that would be a disaster for the district because you know if teachers if teachers retire and we don't fill those positions we won't be uh, well first of all it's not necessarily how a freeze would work but second of all um rest assured good citizens of Manchester, that there is nobody advocating for a hiring freeze that would prevent uh, the filling of vacancies <laughs> caused by retirement, resignation, disability, or anything else of a Manchester school teacher. Where do these people come up with this stuff? I mean, honest to God. So... I just, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. I really am amazed at how people just make stuff up. But that's okay. She wants to follow David Scannell and play Paul Revere and warn people of things that aren't even being discussed, aren't happening, aren't proposed, aren't in existence. I think that's a sign of, I think that's a sign of desperation. <laughs> Personally, and uh, on Monday's show, we'll be uh, reviewing, of course, the elections, and uh, we'll also be um, making an announcement, a big announcement. We have to finalize some of the details uh, over the weekend, but we will be making announcements, we think, we think on Monday, if not Monday, well, we'll have to come up with an alternative time. (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> so uh yeah there's some uh wild weird stuff taking place out there but what do you expect it's election time and uh we'll we'll have it all hopefully you're tuned into the campaign chronicler email which goes out uh, each day that we post any story audio archive news story blog post about the uh, coming Queen City elections. If you haven't signed up yet, you can get to Campaign Chronicler, or not Campaign Chronicler. You can get to dryoutlarge.com, click the newsletter button, and you get to sign up. And uh, it's it's been interesting to get your feedback, and we'll keep uh, doing what we do. Missed the mayor last night. He was supposed to be on the TV show. I know many of you tuned in hoping to see him, but apparently he ate a bad pork chop the night before, and, well... You know what it's like when you eat a bad pork chop the next day, right? <laughs> the, poor, the poor mayor called me a couple times. 
He was not able to, uh, he just wasn't able to do it. The last thing you want is a bad pork chop as you're heading into the weekend before the election. Stinking liberal cooks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so we were able to fill the time on the TV show. Lots to say, just like there is today. We're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, we expect, because I think we have them at 620, we expect Dennis Hogan, county attorney, in the house.